At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral This is Oral Hygiene, where we talk about experimental films, educational films, caught films, interesting documentaries like this one. This is Matt here with me today is Dark Dalek. I think you're supposed to scream Annihilate or something, but whatever. Annihilate? I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, that. I haven't seen any of that. You haven't seen any of it? Really? None of that? I saw one episode in the 80s and I thought it looked like garbage, so I never watched it again. And then I saw one episode from like a couple of years ago and it was really kind of sad and dramatic. <laughs> I was like really confused where it, how it got from point A to point B. But Well, it depends on what episode you're, you're watching. It looked better a couple of years ago, for it, what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, this, this one is, is what... No, it's not BBC. It's Canadian, the National Film Board of Canada, or something. The CBC, it's, yeah, Film Board of Canada. I mean, they even though work for the Queen, I did see YouTube comments from people who said they saw it on the BBC. So I think it just sort of made its way over there because it's really good. Spoiler! Uh, whoa, whoa! What a spoiler you had! Spoilers! I spoiled everything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, much think? better than the tech support of this podcast is the film universe <laughs> oh yeah yeah um when did stanley kubrick move to england because basically he just went to england and never came back if i remember correctly i think because he was afraid to fly so he went there on a boat and then just didn't want to take another boat i mean i guess i'm kind of rocking yeah. that myself so i can't say anything but uh, i'm just wondering if he was like watching this in merry old england or somehow caught it in the states or or what because this uh i guess we need to point out the um this is a notable influence on Kubrick uh, and is where he, Douglas Rain, did the narration, who later voiced Psycho Computer Hal in 2001, of course. He doesn't get was a credit it? in this film. I, I thought, thought it was weird. a different name. No, no, no. D d uh, there's commentator, but that's not the guy talking. The guy talking is Douglas. That's where I told you I had to do like interesting research because his name is not in the credits or he's under a different name for some reason. But yeah. Um, that's where the research came in because it's like I'm pretty sure this is the one that he did the voice for, and I went searching and and finally found confirmation that it was. But yeah, it's really confusing because it's not in the credits. Weird. <laughs> but I mean, you watch this thing, or I guess more like listen to this, and you're yes, of course that's him. You know, it's pretty uh, clear. I, I guess he sounds less like he's going to murder you, slightly less like he's going to mm. murder you in this one. <laughs> A cold, calculating True. murder. You know. He just seems like he's just going to sit back and let you die. Right. Yeah, that's cold calculating, right? Like you yes, set up your jigsaw sort of mousetrap machine and, and sit back and watch. Is there any colder calculation than looking at someone and saying, eventually you will die, and then leaving? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, is that too much truth for you, man? It's pretty cold. So tell us about the universe. Well, most of it is apparently in our solar system. 
Hey, get out also, of the we're skipping Uranus. No, we didn't. They mentioned it. They mentioned it, but they skipped over it. They didn't well, they, show it. They didn't have a photo of it yet. They showed Pluto, but they didn't show Uranus. Well, they, this is family television. Hmm. Okay. Where, no. So, so that, that's your, that's your uh, summary, that it talks about the universe, but mostly in the solar system? Yes. Okay, sure. Um, this does, and I don't mean this as a criticism, but this is totally seems like the kind of film you'd take a nap in, in Disneyland in like 1962. Yeah, it does seem like one of those... Because um, it was really hot them. outside and now it's air conditioned and you want to watch the movie, but you just fall asleep anyway. Panoramas. Right, Panoramas, right. 360 degree video where you look around and there's Pluto on one side of the room and then you're, there's no Uranus on the other side. Yes. Yes, you gotta look down for that. Okay, um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. Um, I just was like, should we trust Tal to humanize science? I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, I mean, how many people did Hal kill? One. No, he killed the people in hypersleep. Two. There, there were like five? two people in yeah, like five. So we killed five, five people. Four or five. Yeah, I think it was three. So guys. less than your average policeman. Okay, yeah. To, that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so how is, is more I is guarantee more... you that if this was real, people would have like little flags on their car with a gray stripe and it would say back the how. <laughs> okay. The Sorry, thin gray line. I did think about because people almost never put stickers on their cars in Japan. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, stickers on cars. Yeah, you have to see the memes to understand it. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just like people want to rock their cars like white cars, no stickers. That's how Japan rolls. Listen up, liberals. I have seven semi-automatic weapons and I'm giving them all to Hal. All right. How many arms does Hal have? As many as he wants, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess all the little things. and Well, he's got that big arm to chop off old Frank Poole or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, that could hold like six guns, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool if it had six guns and <laughs> blow them away in space. <laughs> I love how this is the most dry science factual documentary that we probably could ever done. We're just talking about how many guns rednecks would give to Hal in the future. Into his one arm. The past is 2001. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> those are 2001 Man. era. Oh, yeah. If you're thinking about. Yeah, those were really into guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so I guess other than that, the chief calling card of this film are the special effects. But they're pretty special for 1961. Yeah, they're fantastic. I think they look better than every Marvel movie put together. Yes. The only one where I was like, that's being a little cheap, folks, is uh, near the end, they start... I mean, it's still cool. Like, if I was, like, on LSD, I'd love it. But um, all those mirror image stuff, I was like, well, you're just using a mirror, folks. Like, get that. But, yeah, a lot of the other stuff, I'm like, I don't know how they're doing that, you know? <laughs> yeah, some of, like, the lava scapes and neat like, looking... We felt like we were, when we were leaving the, the, the universe, the galaxy, it kind of looked like we were, like, entering black and white V'ger, you know, from Star Trek The Motion Picture. I like that. Yeah. Wonder if this influenced that too. I guess it did because that just sort of ripped off two thousand one. But yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there was like broccoli in space or something earlier. They're showing an asteroid. It looked like broccoli. Ah, 
I was like wondering if I missed something with those. I was like, did I take a nap and miss the broccoli? No, it was an asteroid. Did you get the asteroid? I saw the asteroid. It was cool. Yeah, as it was entering Uranus. I put in my notes, asteroid belt, my favorite. And then I said, (laughs) NASA hates these. They just shot one. Oh, right. Exactly. I was about to say, because I was like, it's, I was thinking, does it look fakish? Because we got that shot just before the probe hit that asteroid a, a few days ago as we're recording this. But I was like, well, that looked kind of fakish too, in a way. Yeah, because that was probably faked, and the real probe like went to uh, it, to, to uh, Uranus. Uh, yeah, Uranus. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna think of a country that we would have a reason to send a probe to, and I just couldn't. <laughs> there are too but, many. Um, but I, it, I did. Not, did you look at the shot? I'm talking to just uh, before the, impact. The dart one? No, I haven't watched it yet. Actually, I'm terrible. Because it looks like there's a bunch of boulders on him. Like, how do they stay on there? So maybe Super Mario Galaxy is like more accurate than we think. I think the truth is we don't have much. Uh, we don't really have the power to blow up a lot of an asteroid without spending a bunch of money that nobody wants to spend. Well, they were just. What did they say? It's like uh, the the what the scientists said was uh or one of these scientists, I don't know which one, uh, said it's like hitting the Great Pyramid with a golf cart. Like, it'll just leave a dent. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but well, the dent we, is supposed we could. to nudge the trajectory, right? So, I mean, if we really got together and put the entire world's economy into something to blow up an asteroid and spend Man, years on it and then send a big, giant rocket that's like the size of like a, a skyscraper into space and then really dedicated it to blowing up an asteroid and then we could do it but come on if we really pull our resources together as as a human race we could blow up the earth if (laughs) yeah if russia decides they're gonna blow up the earth first then we're gonna do it that's that's great wow i hope a race to blow up the earth (laughs) i hope this isn't really i hope this isn't a sad podcast to listen to in the future (laughs) When the Earth's blown up and uh, it's just radio waves like uh, yeah. bouncing through endless space with you know with someone with finds Douglas it on a rain. server, yeah, narrating Some frog people find it on a server in like three thousand years. So recently, I've I've watched several sci-fi films in this vintage. So that is where the effects in this is like insanely mind blowing. But they are in stark black and white. Of course, would they be better in color? I don't think so, but okay. I like black and white personally. I yeah. think it's uh, it does look cool. And I, I, I've seen people compare it to the look of a Twilight Zone, right? So, and it does look like a Twilight Zone. Like I, I, I was with the astronomer. I was like, I was like, if this were a Twilight Zone, the the telescope would like ironically crush him in some way. I, I like personally start talking to him and then <laughs> yeah. call on him. You just be like, ah, oh, no, I this thing never you. works. I love you, Master. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they always doing this? Right, right. But um, it's like the, oh, that's the fifth one that's done it. Um, <laughs> but but uh, what was I gonna say? I th- I feel like it might be sort of a thing. Like I grew up with everything being in color for the most part, except for well, we had a couple of black and white TVs, but I never really had to watch them. That maybe that. That's why I like black and white better. And if I'd grown up with black and white and then color had just come out, I would feel differently. It's like my, my mother like specifically requested that 
like the TV be set so that the uh, the image is stretched to fill the whole screen, even though it makes everyone's faces look weird and stretched. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she wants the whole screen filled up because yeah, she's yeah. just never had like a 37 inch screen before. So we need to invite two more people to zoom because we're like cinemascope as, as far as the screen's concerned. Well, see, it's like we, well, I forgot the point I was making. <laughs> We bought Letterbox VHS, man, to watch. We on. would pro okay, uh, yeah. Here's an example. Like it's like we probably hate watch. You probably hate watching movies on your phone, right? You're right. Whereas a lot of people grew up with large TVs, so they sort of don't care about watching it on their phone because like large TVs are everywhere. You've seen the David Lynch thing, right? What? Which David Lynch thing? It's a, some like PSA he made. Like it's a Lynchian PSA where so he's like, like, "Don't watch movies on your phones like that." He said, "If you watch the movie on your iPhone, you didn't watch the fucking movie." It's like the only <laughs> time I've ever heard him curse. Wow! <laughs> like he was serious Listen about up. not watching. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure that's the only time I've heard. I mean, David Lynch curse. I mean, people want to believe, I mean, of course, but no. I mean, I've I listened to a 16 hour biography where it was like eight of the hours were him talking, and I don't think that I don't think he cursed. He said the word penis a bunch. Well, he that's... talked about his penis a lot. And yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> but I don't think that. He, yeah, I don't. I don't think that he said fuck. So was, that's interesting. Was was he one of the um oh god what were they called the uh the the groupies who went around making plaster casts of uh rockstar wangs plaster Cynthia plaster caster yeah I don't I, I think he's he's into transcendental meditation so that's okay what adjacent yeah 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 I think they're pretty close I think they they do them both at the same retreats that was Stevie Wonder's Stevie Wonder's thing at some point right because he had that song about it. Oh yeah, yeah, Plastercaster. I remember that song. No, no, no. It's it's song about transcendental meditation, but no, Plastercaster is a different song. I thought you were making a joke about Master Blaster. Yeah, Master Blaster, Plastercaster. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I thought you were trying to make a pun there that like only three people would get. I think that I, I assume that Stevie Wonder had his uh had his plaster cast done and he sort of like just pretended to uh not know what was going on, but he knew exactly what was going on. I heard he also lacks a sense of smell. What? That's that because in Walk Hard, if you remember, Dewey doesn't, he can't smell, right? I don't remember and that. That's a but... miracle. But yeah, I, th I heard something like Stevie Wonder also does not have the sense of smell, which I'm like, man, that's kind of depressing. Can't see, can't smell. I guess you can make pretty good unless, music, though. That's cool. I mean, unless you believe the conspiracy theory that he can see. <laughs> What's the point of that conspiracy theory? Because it's fun conspiracy. Because it's a fun conspiracy theory that doesn't hurt anyone. Basically, <laughs> um, it's something it like I think he was in an elevator with like Shaquille O'Neal, and he like said something like "What's up, my tall brother?" And then then, then Shaquille O'Neal was convinced. I think it was something like that. If he knew Shaquille O'Neal was there, and someone told him he was tall, it kind of works out. He probably could hear Shaquille O'Neal breathing, like a foot that above his head. That probably is the breath of Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Because you got don't other she... clues. Because yeah. yeah, I don't like this conspiracy theory because whenever I listen to Talking Book or Inner Visions, I, I have him like visions of him drumming. Well, it's it. I mean, it is pretty exciting to add that depth to. I mean, you don't need anything else to enjoy his music, but there's 
the exciting depth of it to just know that he's not that he made all that not being able to see it's kind of like inspirational right but but without being cheesy although you said it's the conspiracy theory that doesn't hurt anyone but um i i think maybe you heard about the <laughs> whole paul is dead thing is this a new paul is dead thing no it's the old one i i used to look at the website because oh. that's, that's a fun one i'm like it doesn't hurt anyone right and then yeah. i look at it a few months ago i hadn't checked it for a few years and like the top like the 10 newest articles were all about like Jew world order. Oh no. <laughs> what? Yeah. It went, oh. from, it went from, Hey, I think Paul McCartney actually died in 1966 to, um, Jew world order. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like they still have McCartney at the top of the page and stuff, like a few McCartney images and like a Sergeant Pepper drum head. And it's like, Paul is dead. And then it's like, all the articles have nothing to do with him. It's or just everything like, to do with him. It's almost like the bottom of every slippery slope is anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. I, I bet you could go from Stevie Wonder can actually <laughs> oh, see to no. anti-Semitism without too much trouble. Oh, no. Because <laughs> that's what that's what our fellow podcaster Luke told me for a long time. I just didn't quite believe him. And then when I got to that, I was like, come on, mm. some some are just fun, you know? And I'm like, no, oh, wow. They, someone went from this, like, wacky, let's listen to the Beatles lyrics and find things and album covers to Jew world order yeah <laughs> yeah i've barely i've i've barely dipped a toe in any any of that stuff and even i've seen where it seems to kind of head that way at some point i mean <laughs> i don't know the 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 time cube guy probably even i bet the time cube was anti-semitic at some point he was anti-everything he yeah, was anti-you agreeing but... with him <laughs> If you agreed with them, yeah. you'd be like, no, you don't understand. Uh, unfortunately, I know some people who are like that in real life. But what what if what if the universe were like like you did a time cube documentary like in this style? That would be pretty cool. In do you, black do and it, white with the austere effects. <laughs> oh, maybe we should just do a sixteen part podcast on the time cube and do like a video video component of it. Just have like. <laughs> cheap cube computer animation the whole time I'm, I'm, uh, I'm amazed if nobody's done like a serious time cube like breakdown well i was gonna say um uh, gene ray the world's most the world's wisest human was like a you know a total prick like some guy did show up and tried to be like his right hand man or whatever for a while and he, that dude mm -hmm. ended up like committing suicide or something like Ugh. it's actually kind of dark yeah like like <laughs> oh here we go indiegogo for time cube a short film based on the story of internet sensation gene ray meeting his super fan oh boy is it that guy who can, i think you're getting uh, to that story yeah anyway uh it raised 871 dollars that you doesn't make a seem movie for that right you can make a time cube movie for that much money you could probably make a time cube for that much money you just get some cardboard boxes yep um that that was fun we had we had summer school and my my coworker who's maddie because i'm matt right so he has to be maddie mm -hmm. and he, right. he's a boxer and we had all these boxes for like we had like kind of this minecraft lesson for the kids and mm -hmm. uh we, we it was the end of summer school so he, he was like i'm gonna box the boxes and he had the kids like holding them and he was like kickboxing them and destroyed them all that way and had kids <laughs> kickboxing them and um and and afterwards he's like oh crap i was going to use that box for my halloween costume he's going to make it into a car and be fast and furious right but he, he, boxed, <laughs> he boxed the boxes so it didn't work out who boxes the boxman 
exactly yeah so i looked so, at, i looked for time cube website and uh like one of like the one of the first things on the page says click here to support time cube and it just has a button that says click paypal button to transfer funds like what all of them <laughs> yeah i guess if you want <laughs> it just has like a picture of the cube rotating and it says click paypal button to transfer funds that's it that's the whole page okay i think i'm gonna skip you guys that. just straight up straight up just give money please mm. i wonder if he's made more money than the documentary has he asked me to punch a pencil yesterday i broke it in half so now i'm time cube guy or maddie maddie it's, okay i think the time cube guy's dead actually <laughs> well that would be funny to donate money to well, I think the movie, I, felt, I mean, that's a documentary made by someone else, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's obviously not him. But I, I don't remember. I, I, I'm <clears throat> unfortunate I haven't kept close tabs on Dr. Gene Ray, the world's wisest human. So, um, Well, maybe I should just make Time Cube the musical. That'd be awesome. You should. Yeah. You have a new. Will, will it be as good as Knights in White Satin, the, the trip? Do you know what that is? uh no is that based on the song knights in white satin yeah do you know hard rock park no it was in myrtle beach in 2008 for like three months and it looked insane and they they spent all their money building it so they didn't have any money to promote it so you and i were like you just a few scant hours away and never got the chance to ride led zeppelin the ride ah geez i know I no or, idea were the cars you... rpm or um what, what was the other one the the Eagles had a ride, I think. Life in the fast lane, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Did I mean? Did you ever go to what well, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios and ride the Aerosmith ride? Yeah, that was awesome. It was great. It was one of the best roller coasters ever. It's still there. <laughs> and, they have not gotten rid yeah. of Aerosmith in Florida yet. They they did still everywhere there. else, but. And there's also gonna... one at Universal where you can pick a song to play. Oh, that's good because um, they just they just force you to listen to an Aerosmith song on that one. It's like you get you just got in the jaded car. Well, it's to me it was great because we had uh, just gone on the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, Tower of Terror. So I and I knew we were gonna do Aerosmith next, so I just kept singing "Love in an Elevator" and that was the song I gave that it gave us because it depends on what limo you ride in, it'll give you different songs. I heard they re-recorded it to be "Love in a Roller Coaster." Weird. Did, Are you well, sure maybe, you're not maybe, thinking of uh, the Ohio players? No, no, I, I'm specifically thinking of Aerosmith slightly re retweaking the song. Because remember, at the beginning of the ride, they're re-recording Walk This Way for like the 80th time, right? Well, it's like a VHS from 1990-something where they're barely acting at all. It's like that's part of what's so great about the ride is it's just this terrible performance on a VHS tape where they talk about how they're going to give people a ride or whatever. And yeah, uh, and and in my mind, since I haven't ridden that ride since probably around the year two thousand, um, in my okay, mind, I'm looking. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at the uh, the YouTube rip from the rock and roller coaster, and it says "Love in an Elevator," so I think it stayed "Love in an Elevator." Oh, that's too bad. I, I like my. Oh no, no 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 no! Wait, Wikipedia says different. Wikipedia says it's sung "Love in a Roller Coaster." Oh right, so someone's my... lying. I guess. There's my ridiculous knowledge. My yeah, lots of pointless trivia stuck in my head there. <laughs> um, uh, I want I want to talk about this astronomer guy in in universe a bit because he was just like the biggest bore ever, 
And then that other guy shows up. I'm like, is that his doppelganger? That was the other part where I thought it might turn into a Twilight episode. Because I'm like, oh, there's the same guy twice. Well, the thing that got me was that he kept like climbing over all this stuff that looked insanely dangerous. It looked like he, he could have made one wrong step and he was didn't look he was look like he was wearing sensible shoes or anything. He was kind of just climbing over these like beams. It looked like he could have just fallen off. And at the end you see him just drive off and he's the only one parked there. So I feel like is it possible this guy could have just slipped and fell and died and nobody would have found him because nobody was watching him? Well, who is the other guy that talks to him then? Nope. I don't know. There's no car. The narrator just is exists. That must have been a construct of his imagination then. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, Maybe it's um, his guardian angel. Yeah, I was like, this, this This certainly makes astronomy look like hardcore, not fun, as you look for your paper chart and use your little... Um, I guess it's not a sextant, or maybe it is, you know, I don't really know what that means anyway, except that it has the word sex in it. Well, that was kind of cool. It just reminded me of like when someone reads your astrology chart, but it was like not fake. <laughs> or a slide roll. I'm sure he had some slide yeah. rolls. Kind of so. cool. It was kind of cool. It was like, um, what, when I'm trying to think, wasn't there some game where you had to like chart out a thing, chart out a course? Am I Probably. thinking of just... Yeah, I can't think of what a tabletop game. Twilight Princess. Sure. <laughs> the uh, the tabletop version of Twilight Princess where you have to draw your path for your werewolf to go. Okay. There. I think we got several things wrong there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke's going to ch- go right into Facebook Messenger and tell us how we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you rock the telescope at Fernbank in Atlanta, I'm sure? Yes, a little bit. So, I mean, yeah, that, that that's my experience with one of these things. Because we, we went there several times. I think, yeah, when I was a kid, we went there, like, somewhat often, if I remember. But, yeah, light pollution so terrible. It was like, let's look at the moon again. <laughs> yeah, I I mostly was, I feel like I was on the nature trail more than I was in, like, the space component for whatever reason. Uh, okay. Now I think I was getting spacier more often. Uh, and also pushing the button on the tornado machine like a lot. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Although the, the nature trail, the one behind it is um, an old growth forest, which is pretty rare in general. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. If, if, yeah, the nature trail is really cool. So the nothing, trees are nothing like, against that. It's one of the few places you can see like what things would look like if people weren't around. True. Yeah, with just those massive-ass trees. I mean, there are people, obviously. There's trails and people walking the trails, so it's not completely untouched. But <laughs> I think the last time I went to the planetarium was with you and your wife. That sounds like a possibility. Although we, we were, a few years ago, we were hitting uh, planetariums. And, you know, Japan still has a few, and so it was like Drymon at the planetarium. That was kind of fun. Drymon it? Drymon, do you know Drymon? He's like the giant Mickey Mouse. He's he's a robotic cat with no ears. Cool. Okay. Sorry, so what, I, does it yell at you and stuff? No, it's just a story of him traveling through time and space. Cool. I think, last, I think the last time I went to a planetarium period was in the, the, the Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., and it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about background radiation, and they were like had some new tech where they projected all over the entire planetarium. So it was like just like red stuff 
projected all over and it was Neil deGrasse Tyson be like background radiation is it? that's just my Neil deGrasse Tyson voice oh th- this is the tech day of the Japanese one too so the entire <laughs> planetarium screen is like blasting you through a time tunnel so and then I'm, Neil deGrasse Tyson is like the physics are incorrect and Prometheus what <laughs> I'm just doing a Neil deGrasse Tyson voice it's like <laughs> insultingly over yeah, it's exaggerated it's like, <laughs> it's like crossed with like like gravelly yoda or something i mean he does kind of sound like yoda he just he doesn't sound weird like that because it's hard to do the voice so that makes it go i'm on twitter it's it's like the guy on tim and eric that does impressions and they're all the same <laughs> yes <laughs> And it just says spaghetti and meatballs at the end is like his particular like twist on that's his like personal stamp. Star Wars did represent spaghetti and meatballs incorrectly. There, there, there. And space. I, I also just since now we're on Tim and Eric, I just kept thinking <laughs> of the uh their universe episode. The universe is so it's like a <laughs> Yeah, that's like a gift for the ages now. I know. So Eric is going. <laughs> now that this is not what they're looking at. Oh, one effect shot that was crap. Um, they show a lot, a few planets, right? And the Earth looks completely terrible. Yeah, no Earth, so I put it's in like my misshapen. notes. Earth looks stupid. <laughs> my notes just say that Earth looks dumb, and we're back to stupid Earth. There's and there's something where there's a star that looks like an egg. Yeah, I wrote notes on the planets. They say Mercury is hell, but I want to explore these fantastic models. Venus is a penis, a dense, cloudy, unknowable one. Uh, broccoli in space. That was my. That was the asteroid belt. And then I just like wrote Jupiter is hep, except for the fake holst on the soundtrack. And then there's like a cave of Jupiter. The rings of Saturn are constructed from conspiracy theories. Where is Uranus? Okay, and where's Neptune? Do I even mention Neptune? Oh, they went eh. past. They said they skipped that along with Uranus. Oh, okay, I went. I wrote, eh, fuck Pluto. That's not a planet. Not anymore. <laughs> I st- I still don't co-sign this Pluto erasure. We can still study Pluto, even if it's not a planet. No, it's you still can't cool. study it. You can't it's study cool. it. No <laughs> studying. Of I Pluto. like it. You can't study it. It's not a planet. We only. I swear it's not. It has nothing to do with any kind of adult Disney fixation. I think Pluto's cool. It's not even a moon, man. You can study a moon if you want, but you can't study Pluto. You're barred. It's like a it. binary satellite or something. Is that what it's called? Because um, there's they, another one. Well, they I think they say planetoid. Planetoid. That sounds yeah. even cooler. That's a cooler name than planet. Okay. So I wish can... I lived on a planetoid. Mm, we'll move to Pluto. Maybe I will. Okay. Um, what was your favorite shot in this? Mine might have been of the street meat. I think <laughs> I just wanted to eat the street meat when I saw it. I got hungry. Street meat. It looked uh, good. I think the first look at Jupiter really ruled. It was pretty okay. insane. I, I guess my real answer is the uh, black and white Vija shot, but of exiting the galaxy. <laughs> well, yeah, and I li- I liked the the Mercury and Venus, like whatever you call them, planetscapes. Mm. It looked um, it looked cool. They looked cool. One thing I, I was thinking because I I'd like to go in the idiom that I don't believe in anything and I, mm-hmm. I'm like you know ever wonder if our indirect observations may actually be wrong where they're talking about how we don't you know even now we don't directly like 
um we we don't directly sample stars right it's still like spectroscopes and stuff and what if we're wrong about that so you think maybe you go to like mercury and it'd be like like 55 degrees uh, well maybe i'm just saying because it's all from spectroscope and what if that is a, i mean we are all like yeah sure of course but it could you know we don't know there could be like a fundamental problem with it that we just won't find out for like hundreds of years i think human indifference is going to win out in the end because like <laughs> the 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 new what is it web telescope went online and i and several other people posted like whatever the picture of all the galaxies that were clearer than we'd ever seen before and most people were just like making fun of it we have to put it by a hubble shot because really they had to see it. Get it well you know people had to see it a couple of times so they're just like it's a dead meme now the universe yeah. the universe is a dead meme that's <laughs> the that's the 2022 version of this movie is like it's just the guy meme. being like oh this is mars like you've never heard of mars you idiot stupid red mars red is out red is so 2015 you idiot <laughs> look at these stupid rings they're not even cool looking dummy <laughs> that would be a fun documentary um, <laughs> well he's gonna re-record this with like narration it's just like this stupid mercury <laughs> it's not even does not even any mercury on it we he did talk about the cold dark dwarves which i i thought i was like that's a little rude of you there doug <laughs> <laughs> you whistle oh. while you work okay this this is where i'm gonna put out my new bit my new business plan i'm looking for a mm -hmm. partner I want to get like made like um, scale models of tractor trailer trucks, half sized, right? Okay. Yeah. And then we we hire a bunch of little people to drive them, and because <laughs> because they're smaller, we call it the uh, limited shipping and delivery, so that the trucks can say on the front and on the sides LSD. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? I'm gonna pull all my funds from the Time Cube documentary and invest them into limited service delivery. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, right? I mean, just think about it. you're coming out of a bar or a little toasty and then on the street. You see like this half-sized truck with a little person driving it. it. says LSD on the side. Yeah, it can only travel like 1,500 miles instead of 3,000 miles. Would, it, would right? it be able to? Oh, that's a good question. Would it, it would go half as long. I'm thinking about speed actually. I'm thinking should should they drive them just at like on the highway at thirty miles an hour? Can you make them low enough that they could pass under larger trucks? No, because they're half sized. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my new business. I'll start a Kickstarter for that. Go fund okay. me, whatever. Okay. And I'll I'll go fund I'm gonna go fund me time cube the musical. Okay. I'm gonna go take a shower. Uh, is there anything else that this film you want to throw out? <laughs> uh universe pretty cool i mean it would probably it's probably cooler outside of this stupid solar system that we're all sick of <laughs> you know at least they didn't film chorizo and pass it off as a star what if the sun is just a portal to other planes of there okay but it's sort of like a black a black hole where like do you want to try you want to try going through the sun do you want to send so, anything through the sun? Can we wanna, make anything that would go through the sun? I want to go beyond the sun. Beyond the sun. Isn't that a, isn't that a Soundgarden song? <laughs> There's a Chili Pepper song called Behind the Sun. No, we just on the sci-fi one, we just did a battle beyond the sun. And we're like, well, let's just 
that doesn't really mean anything, does it? <laughs> I've never even what is that? It was it was a nineteen sixties Moz film sci fi. Neat. Which may have I, I don't know about this, but may have also slightly influenced two thousand one because it has um like not Russian and it's North Hemi and South Hemi scientists meeting on a rotating wheel space station. Whoa. So like, that feels a little bit like two thousand one. <laughs> All right. But then they give up on any semblance of let's be realistic about gravity after showing you that space station. <laughs> well, <laughs> the rest of the gravity in that movie makes no sense. But uh, hey, they at least made a token like, hey, we understand about gravity in this movie a little bit. So that's kind of cool. This movie understands gravity, I guess. Except we're just seeing yeah. massive, massive interstellar bodies which don't care about gravity. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna like show someone jumping around on Uranus. Mm. Not in this film. It's a family film. No, there's no Uranus at all in this. I can't believe it. <laughs> that family film, man. You can't you can't just put that on public TV all willy nilly. Well, I like that. I like the fact that they just kind of go through the solar system at the end. They're just like, what if we just kept going and then reached the end of it? Mm. Like we're going straight from the solar system to just the edge of the entire universe. Well, again, that would be the uh, the the well known. Um, Eames film, right? Power is a 10. That does that. Ah, uh, yes, that would get there. Yeah. That'd get um, you there. <laughs> I don't think um, that... Do you think that Star Trek is ever going to do something where they just go from galaxy to galaxy because they're just like, screw it, there are no limits anymore? No limit they, Star Trek? They made a big deal about going out of the galaxy in the last season of Discovery. Uh, I have not watched that yet. Okay, they just go like <clears throat> right out of the galaxy, which is difficult. And uh, then they have like to deal with like the aliens from Arrival or something. Cool. Yeah, there yeah. there probably should be there probably should be something just outside of every galaxy that's just like weird tentacle cops or something, right? Then Seems I guess totally I guess fair. I guess Discovery season four is your bag, baby. Can I skip everything else? Yeah, sure. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> skip seasons one through three. When's um, the time jump? When's the time yeah. jump? Is it two? No, then Three? yeah, at the end of season two. But is uh, that a spoiler? Did we just ruin someone's life? I don't know. I was going to tell you just to watch Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks instead. <laughs> uh, I'm caught up on Lower Decks. Okay. And also, shockingly good uh, Andor. Yeah, yeah. I keep hearing that. Maybe I'll get to it at some point. Like I would I, never ever come on this podcast and say watch a star wars thing <laughs> and here i am saying that andor is shockingly good okay oh so I'll far maybe have a look see at that at some point um it's almost halloween what's up oh i don't know go to stunrunnerbandcamp.com maybe there's stuff up there maybe there's just a spooky halloween uh absence which is the most terrifying thing of all isn't it an empty web page should i be a lion do you have a witch in a wardrobe that can follow you around? Oh, could, could maybe be a witch and then sure there'll be, be a wardrobe. <laughs> I'm sure, sure there'll be plenty of witches. Uh, this is at that where I teach, right? I'm still. It's stressful oh, okay. this year. I don't know what I want to do for Halloween. Yeah. Okay, I don't know Maddie, but maybe he could be the witch, and then Luke could be the wardrobe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go for that. But um, anyway. Uh. <laughs> This is which podcast is this? It's Oral Hygiene. Oral Hygiene. You can you can find Oral Hygiene, Oral Hygiene Pod at Twitter, Facebook. You can dig this with other podcasts. 
and throw us a dime on Patreon with Podcastio Podcastius, where we also talk about sci-fi films, as I've already mentioned, The Twilight Zone, which we also mentioned, and there's Luke Loves Pokemon about the Pokemon and Monster Mash about the Monster Hunter and the Game Game Show about the Game Game Games. I think I got it all out. Game Game Games? I don't know. I just it, there's, You end up saying game a lot when you talk about that show. It's a game show about games. It's you true. Say, you say game about twice as many times as you say show, you know? It's like the Game of Thrones without the thrones or the of. Right. Oh, sorry. One more thing. Nebulae? I thought Nebula. Nebulae. Really he said Nebulae. Yeah, okay. I wrote Nebulae. That was I didn't, yeah, that caught me off guard. I put that in my notes. Nebulae? Question mark? That's exactly what I wrote, but I pronounced the I wrong. But then he, he said, says, ne- he definitely said nebulae. Then he made it up by saying a continent of stars, which is good because I need some names for my weird binaural tracks. So, yeah, nebulae just sounds like some like weird pasta that isn't ready. Okay. When will it be ready? Halloween in the universe. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.